Hello, and welcome back to the Halacha Podcast. In last week's segment, we covered the halachas of a guest lighting Shabbos candles away from home. And in this week's segment, I would like to focus on the halacha of the scenario when one spouse is at home for Shabbos and the other spouse is staying at a different location over Shabbos. This is relevant to many cases, such as a spouse who goes on a business trip and will be away for Shabbos, or for a spouse who is confined to the hospital on Shabbos. The question is, does a spouse who is away from home need to light candles with a bracha or not? The Bir HaLacha makes a fundamental point in understanding the Lacha in these cases. We explained that there are three different reasons for the enactment of lighting candles, honoring Shabbos, enjoying Shabbos, and Shalom Bayis. However, there are two different categories of how a person can be obligated to light. One is that Chazal created a general obligation for every bar or basman so individual to light Shabbos candles for Shabbos. This obligation is not dependent on whether the reasons that we just mentioned, the three reasons for the obligation to light, does or don't apply. And we can refer to this, let's call this a chayvah's gavra, an obligation that's on the person regardless, regardless of his or her, her circumstance. So, so again, the first way of being obligated is with a chayvah's gavra, the personal obligation that Chazal placed on every mitzvah-aged Jew to light candles for Shabbos. The second way is that even if a person is fulfilling their chayvah's gavra, personal obligation to light candles in a different way, if one or more of the reasons for lighting candles apply, they will be obligated to light by merit of the reasoning to light in and of itself, even without the regular Chovah obligation. Another way of putting that is what would be called the Chovah's bias, an obligation incumbent on the house, which requires a person to light because the house needs to be lit and not because the person has to light. So again, the second way of being obligated to light candles is with a chovas bias, which means an obligation because of the house, not the personal, not the person's personal obligation. However, even when a chovas gavra personal obligation does apply and creates a requirement to light candles, the candles still need to be lit in a way that creates the benefits that Chazal intended with lighting. The three benefits we mentioned: honoring Shabbos, enjoying Shabbos, and shalom bias meaning when lighting will fulfill one of those three reasons. To better explain, we mentioned in the other podcast that a husband or any other family member who is not lighting fulfills their candlelighting obligation through the lighting of the wife or whoever is lighting in the dining room. In that case, the husband or the other family family's member's chovah personal obligation is already fulfilled through the lighting of whoever is lighting in the dining room. However, there's still a chovas bias, a house obligation that requires there to be light in all the other rooms of the house for the purpose of shalom bias. And we explain that such a lighting technically warrants a separate bracha on its own, just that when those rooms are in the same house as the lighting done in the dining room, the bracha made on the, dining, on the lighting in the dining room will exempt the need for a bracha for whoever is lighting in the other rooms since the dining room is the main place for the lighting. So again, um... Everyone in the house needs to light candles and just they fulfill their obligation through one person lighting and the bracha made by that person exempts a bracha from lighting in other areas as well throughout the house. 
Based on this, if let's say the husband is out of town or he's confined to a hospital room for Shabbos, he still fulfills his Chobos Gabba personal obligation to light by means of his wife's lighting, albeit from afar. However, in the event that he has a private room which is not otherwise lit, he will have a Chobos Bayis house obligation based on the lack of light present in the room. And if he's eating in the room, then the house needs light for him to see the meal, for owner to get covered Shabbos, and even if he's not eating, eating in his room, the reason of Shalom Bayis will still apply, because Shalom Bayis does not just mean not getting into a fight with the wife and kids, rather Shalom Bayis means being in a peaceful and relaxed atmosphere on Shabbos, which does apply to even a person who's staying alone in their house. However, in this case, since the husband is staying at a t- totally different location than his wife, her bracha on her lighting at their house will not cover his lighting, and since he's required to light because of a chovas bias, house obligation, he needs to do so with a bracha. However, most of the time, people stay in a room that has other light, either from electric lights or from the street, and they will not have a chovas bias house obligation either, and therefore they will not need to light. Even though we explained in the last segment that a person can create a situation where they need light by turning off the lights, or turning them off and then turning, turning them back on for the sake of Shabbos, that will only work to make sure that the candles accomplish something when there is a Chovah's Gavra personal obligation. But doing so, turning off the lights and making it dark, whatever it is, is not going to work to create a Chovah's Bias house obligation, since there's really no need to do so, and a Chovah's Bias house obligation cannot be created artificially. So, in short, if the husband is away for Shabbos and his wife is learning at home, if his room has enough light to see, he does not need to light candles. If his room does not have enough light to see, then he needs to light candles with the bracha because of the chovas bai's house obligation created by the reasons of either honoring Shabbos, honoring Shabbos and Shalom bai's. If, however, the husband's wife is not lighting for whatever reason, then he's still going to have a personal obligation. Similarly, if his wife is not home for Shabbos, so, let's say he went on a business trip and his wife wanted to stay by her parents. Then, even if his wife is lighting candles, since she's not lighting those candles from their house, the husband is not connected enough to that lighting to be exempted and his Chobos Gavra personal obligation still applies. So again, if the wife is not lighting, either she's not lighting at all or she's not lighting from her home, then the husband's personal obligation will not be exempted. Therefore, in that case, the husband still needs to light candles with the bracha by mere fact of his personal obligation. And if his room is otherwise lit, we will need to still ensure that the candles will accomplish some benefit. So if he's eating in his room, then the meal will be enhanced either way by the candles, so that's not a problem. But if he's not eating there, so then we explain it's hard to justify lighting with the bracha for Shalom Bayes when you can anyway see from electric lights or from lights from the hallway, and we gave... The proper procedure would be either to turn off the lights and then light, in order that it will be dark when he's lighting, or he can turn off the lights, turn them back on for the sake of Shabbos, and then light with the bracha. And in this case, the Shulchan Aruch gives a third option, which is if the husband is a guest at someone else's house, he can give his host a small token payment, whatever it is, uh, 10 cents or a quarter, and thereby participate in his host's lighting, which takes care of his personal obligation. So again... In the event that his wife is not lighting at home, the husband needs to light in a way that creates one of the benefits intended by Chazal's enacting lighting candles. 
such as turning off the lights before lighting if he's not eating in his room, or he needs to participate with his host lighting candles by paying a small amount to his host. The halacha is basically the same when it comes to the wife. So let's say the wife is away on a trip, or she's confined to the hospital over Shabbos. If her husband is lighting at their house, she fulfills her personal obligation through his lighting. If her room is dark, then she has a chovas bai's house obligation, and she can light with a bracha in her room. However, as we mentioned, most of the time, a room will have enough light. And in that case, the wife does not have either a chovas personal obligation or a chovas bai's house obligation, which seemingly should mean that she does not have to light, and not only does she not have to light, but even if she wants to light, she cannot do so with a bracha. However, as we mentioned in the last segment, the post can point out the custom is for women to light in any case, and therefore a woman can light in such a scenario with a bracha. In that case, though, it's preferable for the wife to specifically have in mind that she does not want to fulfill her chovaskava personal obligation with her husband, and in that way she'll at least have the chovaskava personal obligation, which can enable her to light with a bracha. So again, a woman technically follows the same guidelines as a man, and if her husband is lighting at home and there's sufficient light in her room, she does not need to light, but if she wishes to do so, she could light with a bracha. It's worthy to note that many hospitals do not light, allow lighting actual candles, and there's a great deal of discussion whether turning on electric lights itself can can suffice to fulfill the, the obligation of candle lighting by actually turning on electric light. But either way, the consensus of the post scheme is that a woman or man can fulfill their candle lighting obligation by turning on a battery-powered flashlight, and they can make a bracha as well when doing so.